0: All right. Hello, anyone listening. My name is Brandon. And I'm Zach. And we're uh, this is our first issue of a podcast we're trying to work on together. A uh, currently nameless podcast, uh, but, you know, maybe we will have a name by the time we upload it. So right. before we started to hear today, I messaged you and I thought something uh, kind of interesting happened. You said you were pouring up a, pouring up a tea. Uh, And I just poured up a a latte for myself. And I kind of think that's a good analogy for what I think this podcast is, is two friends sitting down over a coffee or a tea or however, and discussing uh, some of our favorite music, uh, some new music, and just the things that are relevant to us. Um, Yeah. So I think that's a good way to look at what we're trying to offer here.
1: This yeah, is a casual,
2: cozy conversation about good music and occasionally uh, music that is not so good, but that we have to yeah. talk about anyways.
0: Yeah, occasionally I think uh, both we're going to disagree on certain things uh, and we're going to stumble into some, some shit and uh, you know, going to clean up along the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll see how we start off a week one
2: the first couple of weeks there may be uh more shit cleaning uh than normal, but uh we'll iron out the wrinkles. Yeah, we're just gonna pick an album that as...
0: that showed it to us, stuff that we think would be interesting to listen to that we're excited about. Um this week we decided on an album called Brass, um which is a, a collaborative effort by Billy Woods and More Mother. They're basically a well Billy Woods is basically the king of New York underground uh, in terms of lyricism, as far as I can tell. Um, hes uh, You might recognize him from Arm & Hammer, uh, which his uh, collab, Elucid, uh, features on this album. Um, or you might recognize uh, More Mother *How I Do, which is from her, her more recent collab with uh, Jewelry, uh, True Opera, which I thought was a fantastic record.
1: Uh, yeah, so that is like, a
2: that is a great record. I went back and listened to it after uh, I gave uh, Brass a couple of uh, playthroughs. Okay, and, okay, uh, yeah, it's great. But I, I will say this album is uh, quite different from uh, yes, absolutely. from that more jewelry record. Absolutely different. Not this just is... in genre, but uh, uh, content-wise, like ly- lyrically.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is more yeah. familiar to, to me to the Billy Woods project that I was introduced to him by uh,
2: Hiding Places. Um, uh, yeah, and you introduced me to Billy Woods through that collab that he did with uh, Hiding Places, which is a collab with... Kenny uh, Seagal, I believe. Kenny Seagal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who's the, who is the who is the, who is the producer, and uh, obviously, yeah, Billy Woods provided uh, the lyrics, the vocals... Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we were both pretty excited about that record and it's essentially on the reputation of that record that we decided uh, to do brass and of course uh, yeah the release of uh, that more jewelry record uh, in 2020.
0: Uh yeah so that's kind of where what led us in this direction seeing that uh that came out.
2: Also uh, a note on um, more mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at I looked to I just did a, a little bit of research last night just to you know, Fresh yourself uh, up. get some more context. And when you, uh, when you do a Google search, she's actually listed as an American poet. Yes. And yeah. if, if you, uh, if you go, if you listen to, uh, her solo work, it mm-hmm. is far more, it's uh, much more like spoken poetry and with a yeah. very avant, avant-garde, uh, music in the background. Okay. Almost, uh, almost, uh, sort of Captain Beefheart-esque, I would say. Okay, like very okay. sort of atonal, uh, very discordant sounds and, uh, usually very, uh, politically driven as well. The way you describe it, cause I
0: hadn't, uh, reached it to her personal stuff yet. Um, that sound that I can, I can, I can hear how this album came from these two people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah with sure. that kind of
2: description, uh, description. Uh, uh-huh. um, she's based out of Philadelphia too.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, uh, this whole project from my understanding is a bunch of uh, Northeastern artists getting together and even with the uh, uh, features on here, Elucid.
2: Yeah, Elucid stands out to me uh, because uh, she featured on uh, Billy Wood's last project uh, that came out last year. Are you thinking of Fielded? Elucid, Elucid is the other rapper that um, he works with with Arm and Hammer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because Billy Woods released a, a solo record. Yep. Um, called Terra Management in 2020, also. Okay. And uh, Elucid features uh, on a couple of tracks.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. And, and again, they they have a a, a collab a group called Arm and Hammer that I believe also may have released either late last year. Well, we're uh-huh. recording currently in 2021, but we're talking about uh, 2020 when we say that. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, uh, some of these other features, um, Wolf Weston and Franklin James I, Fisher. I, I love that feature. Um, are, are pretty good features. They're all from that same area, so I can imagine. And I also seen that More Mother featured uh, previously on the last Arm & Hammer record. Oh,
1: okay, uh, interesting. So I haven't this,
0: listened to that record. Right, so they, she and uh, and Billy have both worked together before, but this is their first album altogether from what I can tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so kind of what was your overall feelings about the album? Like, in the, if you could kind of shorten it down to last like sentence or two, how did you feel a bit – actually, let me rephrase this. How did you feel going into this record? Before you listen to anything, kind of what were you expecting out of this record?
2: Well I did not I didn't I don't really know if I could say what my expectations were. I guess I sort of had high expectations because I enjoyed sure. the Billy Woods and Kenny Segal collab and then mm-hmm. the More Jewelry record was really great also. But I knew that But they're it was very great.
0: different records, both of those.
2: They're both very different records and um, I knew these were two uh, essentially uh, rappers, you know. So it wasn't going to be like uh, like sure. a more jewelry album, sort of like mm-hmm. a noise rock uh, post punk record.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so yeah, yeah I, kinda I mean, had
0: uh, an inkling this would I, be more hiding places than than what I kind of got introduced with more mother
2: from. Uh, um, uh Yeah, yeah. I I guess I had that inkling too, but it didn't have Kenny Seagal, so I knew like the production was going to be different. Yeah, I was actually kind
0: of. Keyly uh, attuned to the production on this record because oh. of that. Because I, mm-hmm. I am not super familiar with a lot of Billy Woods' other material. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he did one that is very acclaimed. Let me pull that up here in front of me uh, so I can kind of remember it. Hi- History Will Absolve Me from 2012, I believe, is the one that I hear a lot of fans of Billy Woods kind of uh, champion besides okay. higher places.
2: It's sort of like the album that put them on the map?
0: Uh, from my understanding of it, yeah. And, and so
2: cool. I,
0: I'm not familiar with those records, and it's something I'm going to have to go back and familiarize myself with. Uh, it's definitely uh, on, on the list for me. But mm-hmm, you know, having mm-hmm. listened to what I had listened to, I kind of expected this to be uh, two, two MCs throwing, throwing lyrics down. Because Billy is amazing. I love his work. I love his uh, rhyme scheme. He reminds me uh, of MF Doom in terms of his ability uh, to put all these uh, different sounds as well as rhymes together. He's using a mm-hmm. lot of similar sounds as he's going through his rhyme schemes. It, it's not very obvious. There's multi-layered in everything he's doing. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm super impressed, except for where MF Doom is goofy, uh, super villain. Um Billy Woods, my experience has been very dreary, very depression, very somber, and yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, well, um, after I listened to Brass the first time, mm-hmm. I sort of dug into uh, Billy Woods' discography a little bit and listened to Terror okay. Management. Okay. And You uh, said he that came out this year, right? Uh, it came out yeah in 2020. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a track on that album called "Things We Used to Do." And to your point, it's uh, it was it's yeah, sort of about a faded love and mm-hmm. uh, uh, sort of uh, regretting the past, this sort of thing, and about uh, about a about a man who appreciates beauty, this sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, it was interesting to me, especially for someone who's not super steeped into you know uh, hip hop genre. Mm-hmm. to you know see artists coming out and sort of yeah breaking outside the cliches of what the uh, what the what the genre has come to represent you know like a lot of this gangster rap stuff that uh doesn't really appeal to me so much right. my it, opinion, uh, this sort of brand of hip-hop is more universal and uh yeah it has it's not so superficial it uh it's it, it sort of gets closer into this area of poetry
0: yes yeah yeah i I would totally agree that this is like uh this is a very different genre of rap uh so it depend, if you're listening to this and you're a rap fan um it's going to challenge you a little bit, i think it's um, almost uh, like
2: you know how there's art rock, I would almost classify this as being art rap right i don't i i put it in
0: kind of like the the post punk genre of rap yeah um, for sure like that dark wave kind of it
2: feels like a like a new incarnation of rap music to be honest right and uh, uh, it's really exciting but because of that uh i would uh, i would say there's probably initially some obstacles you it's not music you can just sort of listen to in the background you know it, it, it requires your attention
0: yeah, and i think that's gonna uh, will lead pretty well into my first experience with the record when i first turned it on uh i live mm-hmm. in bed I just turned it on and I played a game. I was playing. I kind of like doing that to get an idea of like the sounds coming at me. You know, gotta get this little trip of experience. And because this album is so lyric heavy, uh, concept heavy, um, I struggle to pay attention and grasp it in a passive listen.
1: Uh,
2: My
0: my first listen was the exact same way. Right. Uh, This was hard on the first listen. It didn't catch me. There's not there's not a lot of hooks, not a lot of choruses. You know the instrumentation is very subtle and skeletal,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't jump at me right away. Uh, there's there's only one song on here I would classify as a banger.
2: Um which is, can I can I guess which one you would say is a banger? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I would assume it's either Rapunzel or Gang for a Day. It's bl- the Blues remembers everything the country forgot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's probably my favorite track on them. Uh huh, yeah. Um, and but even on my, my first listen, it didn't jump eight to me as like a banger. It's not it's not the strict definition, but like this is that's the f- one song that kind of hit me, hit me after a while. The first song to <laughs> actually, uh. Grabbed my attention listening through was Maroons um, because this is the first time I think on the album where they structure a song around the instrumentation a little more.
2: Yeah, uh huh, uh-huh,
0: yeah. Right at the end of the song, there's a good like thirty, forty second like music breakdown with the mm-hmm, production,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and on my first listen, that caught me right away. I yeah,
1: was grooving one-
0: to it, I was liking it. I was like, this is
2: nice. Uh, yeah. What you just said about uh, like having, a, having a, it builds the, the rhythm around the music, mm-hmm. uh, the Maroons, that is sort of a, a, an anomaly on this album. Because yeah, I've yeah. noticed once I listened the second and third time that actually most of the melody and rhythm is built through the lyricism. And so that's mm-hmm. why you need to really pay attention
1: because a lot
2: of a lot of the a lot of the music and the production sound is, okay it'll have it'll have sort of a beat that for that uh, anchors everything but mm-hmm. then all of the other music and all of the other uh, pro, uh you know production qualities sort of are trying to you know beat the sort of beat the beat down they're trying to sort of uh create this atonal sound these sort of discordant sounds
1: mhm a lot uh, of uh,
0: textures on this album
2: yeah, 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 it. yeah. It's very textured.
0: Yeah, it's a very textured album, uh, but like in terms of building around the instrumentation, there's only that is an anomaly. Absolutely, I thought Maroons and actually the closing track Portrait uh, did mm-hmm. it really well, where like the production comes alive. There's more ideas. Uh, there's more of a sonic structure that flows through it instead of like a baseline, which is on yeah. a lot of these other uh, these other these other tracks. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It, it was about halfway through the album that I think I got tired, or I, I got a little exhausted with the style. Uh, yeah. I, when yeah. I did repeated listens, it's it's not a long album;
2: uh, it's a bit of standard length album, like four to three minutes or so. Um, but all the tracks are, most of the tracks are between two sh- and three minutes long. And- right.
0: Absolutely. There, I don't think a song here passes four minutes.
2: No, um, the chimney is uh, three minutes and fifty nine seconds. That's the longest right. track of the album,
0: which is a great track, I think, actually. But um, mm-hmm. uh, it there is a bit of a idea that they're going for, like we said, but the production where it's very skeletal, very textured underneath. Um, production with the the beat on it, and then two MCs or a feature, just they're going back and forth. They're talking about time travel. They're talking about uh, just a lot of very gothic terms and words, uh, very dreary themes. Like, they're just going going head-to-head, head. and I'm impressed, honestly, with more on this record because I didn't hear her in a rap uh, a styling on the last record. As we said, it was more of a punk, uh, punk noise rock kind of record. Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. To hear her actually rap and to go against someone I know was so skilled, like Billy Woods, and put her pen next to his mm-hmm. and 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 have it, you know, read and analyzed alongside his. I was really impressed with her. Uh I'm I'm yeah, definitely I mean, becoming uh, a fan of her, so I'm gonna be watching for some of her new releases, I think. Um
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. But it does get a little repetitive around the middle. I think like Uh, you're getting the same kind of ideas um, repeated with a a slightly different texture,
1: mm -hmm, Um,
0: mm -hmm. maybe a different, you know, a different rap that's still amazing. You know, there's not, there's nothing bad or substandard on any of these tracks when it comes to the pen game and the the rhyme scheme and the lyrics. Um, But listening through, it can get a bit heavy to like, uh, like, Trent, like read through the lyrics and dissect what they're saying. It's 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 a little bit of homework in here.
1: Yeah, you want to
2: know. Uh, it's certainly it's certainly lyrically dense, mm-hmm. and you want to know what it reminded me of a little bit of uh, that record, Purple Moonlight Pages. I it's had also, not the same thing. Yeah, it's also very lyrically dense, and mm-hmm. it can be. It's yeah, it's a it, it can be an exhausting listen in that sense right it, it you know so, very rewarding, but uh it's certainly uh yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of work,
0: yeah, it is rewarding, and I think you 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 can't go into this album passively, you have to give this your full attention. I would suggest having the lyrics open in front of you, not that I think any of the lyrics are hard to understand mhm mm-hmm. uh, I think they're very uh they're delivery on a lot of the words, very good. Nothing's too fast, you know, nothing's too technical in a sense of like following along with what they're doing. Um it's technical in the sense of what they've written is very in depth and has mm-hmm. several meanings to be pulled from this. You can be listening yeah. to this album in a few years and I'm sure you can pull it some new something new from it.
2: Yeah, it's it's got that sort of poet it's got that poetic quality, you know, there's sort of it's they're playing with a lot of profound uh, there's a the profundity of meaning in the lyrics. Right. And um I think yeah, when you read the lyrics too, some of the themes and motifs will uh will become more obvious, will reveal themselves to you. Yep, yeah. Do you want to sort of move into a more track by track analysis uh oh well, the, let me ask
0: you what were some of the tracks that stood to you uh, through throughout your listens? what were so like honestly, your favorite tracks the,
2: my favorite tracks uh my favorite moment on the record sure. is the is the transition between Furies and the blues remembers everything the country forgot
1: mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm.
2: because Furies is this great introductory track in my opinion right it's, um more mother has uh, this great voice and she builds such great tension just with her voice yes. and one of the qualities that i like about the album is that they uh integrate the uh the verse switches with the production and mm-hmm. so there's there's no uh, there's no beat uh when um, more mother is delivering her first verse and then, when the verse switches to Billy Woods, that's when they introduced uh the bass, and uh, I thought that was a great uh, that was a great moment, and that track builds such great tension, and mm-hmm. uh their voices, like I said, also very tense as well. And then when it transitions into the blues remembers everything the country forgot, you mm-hmm. get these sort of nice uh angelic soaring vocals from wolf uh weston and i just thought it was a great it was a great contrast yeah
0: to to kind of like um a bit of my previous point about it getting a little bit heavy in the middle by time like going through stuff they do a lot to mix up the sound of the album, and Mm -hmm. wolf Mm -hmm. weston is the first time they do that i think where they they add in another feature and they get a great vocal performance out of it and I, i think there's good production was kind of getting that performance out of Wolfeston. They do the same thing um, here in later track. I think it's Fielded. I'm thinking of uh, who who I, I went and listened to some of her her general stuff. She's kind of a pop artist, from what I can Uh Uh And so to hear the kind of singing she does on uh, on Black Forest, I feel like there's got to be a good product, a producer in there. Uh, kind of giving that direction. I don't know if that's Billy Woods or she just kinda of gets the idea. But like she changes the way she sings. It's very down tune, uh or not down tune, I should say, like somber, but still mm-hmm. you know, like beautiful. Right? And mm-hmm, you get the same mm-hmm. thing and with Wolf Weston here. So uh props to both those singers and to whoever kinda produced them
2: in that direction. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh what uh, the John Ford um feature on the track Scary Hours I found was also similar to the Wolf Weston feature, in the sense mm-hmm. that his voice is uh it's far more uh it's far more soft and it's sort of a little bit more harmonious and mm-hmm. it brings this sort of sort of more of a gentle touch that contrasts with uh, yeah, more mother and Billy Wood's more aggressive and uh tense vocals um well any, any other uh songs you or moments you and used? i like the sort of i like the the middle track gang for a day it's sort okay. of in my opinion it's a sort of like the centerpiece of the album okay and uh yeah it sort of brings in like uh some sort of jazz rap in, uh, elements and uh it has um It has almost, uh, like, um, the the way More Mother's uh, lyrical delivery is, it uh, almost has, like, these horror elements, you know?
0: Yeah, uh, More Mother delivers, uh, interestingly, on this track. Um, mm
1: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. She kind of growls a little bit. This is where we might clash a little bit. I didn't like this track so much.
2: I thought it was a a great track because of the lyrics also, because uh, the track is titled Gang for a Day. Mm-hmm. And the and the track is about gang violence. And it's yeah. about the victims of gang violence. And uh-huh. one of the themes that I noticed that run throughout the album is violence uh, against the black community by those who are outside of it, but also from within it. And mm-hmm. I thought Gang for a Day was a good representative of, of that theme.
0: Yeah, I also like Billy delivering punching uh, lyrics on this one uh, for oddly enchanting. Don't mind me. I'm hearing the voices in your head, uh, stuff like that. You know, it, that's mm-hmm. kind of like you can break that line down. You know, you know, if you're if you're a black man, and you can kind of see, you know, someone thinking racist. You know, mm-hmm. you, can, mm-hmm. you, can, you can you can tell when you're around someone who's may not be vocalizing or acting upon their discrimination, but you know, he can hear the voices in there, and you can you can hear you can see people.
2: You, know, you can sense the prejudice, yeah
0: right, and I think that's kind of speaks to you, your your comment there. um uh, the only only issue with that track, uh, I think, is I didn't like uh, more mother's delivery on it
2: um okay, I thought it was I thought it was, yeah, one of the more unique moments on the record it definitely, was... definitely, but you know how I talk, and i pick a at my death metal
0: and how there's a fine line between goofy and serious, and I think she rides it a little on the
2: goofy side. Okay, yeah, really.
0: Yeah, uh, to
2: I... me it reminded me of uh uh god, what's the what's the band uh, who sort of uh, do that uh, horror rap uh, gimmick that you really like? Wizards? Uh no, hold on a second. A I'll clipping? Get the name. Uh yeah, clipping. Yes, yes. It reminded me a little bit of uh, what they're doing, you know? Not Yeah, you know what?
0: You you spa- you remind me of a thought I had while listening to this album is how much I would love to see more Mother and Clipping.
2: That, that. would be fucking dope.
0: Yeah, I would 100% be down for that track. So yeah. if someone could make that happen, that I would be very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Everyone think she fits so perfectly into that scene that it's uh, it's got to be inevitable. i am gonna keep my eyes open for the next few years and hopefully I see
2: it. Uh, I'm 100 She's just proven herself to be incredibly adaptable because of
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, she just has an incredible range. It seems like she is able to, yeah, just adapt to whatever genre uh, she, she she experiments in. Right. Which I also want to testify to the amount of range on these tracks. I mean, a lot of these tracks are um, under three minutes long. Mm-hmm. But in fact, they almost feel like two different songs sometimes.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely.
1: Uh, like, the like the
2: change. Yeah, the catches will change. The the te- the textures will change. The beat will sometimes change. And obviously it's you get transferred like a, from one rapper to the other. Yeah, you get transferred from one rapper to the other. And oftentimes, I found, yeah, when uh, it would shift to like the verse of of a feature or even between Billy Woods and More Mother.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was almost like there was a small interlude or they would yeah, they would introduce some sort of a, a new line or new texture mm-hmm. and the song is sort of morphed into something else. Yeah. And I th- I thought it was I thought it was incredible how they could, you know, pack so much different ideas into a single track and the tracks to be so tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a testament to their skill, but at the same time, the drawback is you're sort of listening and you're like, oh man, like there's so much coming at me right now. Right. It's 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 interesting because they want
0: it's definitely structured in a way that they want you to pay attention to what they're being what's being said. You want you to focus yeah. on the rap because all the instrumentation is all behind them. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's it's on it's on the ground. It's layered. It's just giving you a texture. It's giving you a tone. Right it's accomplishing an emotion and then it wants you to just listen,
2: yeah, they it's definitely they have, have the they definitely have the volume on the on the mics turned up, so it foregrounds their voices
0: and and, 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 it, and it's interesting how it's structured that way because like it's clear like listen listen to what I have to say, and then you know the instrumentation holds it up um you know there's lots of great textures on this album uh I think. Sometimes it could be more uh, experimental in some of the ideas it goes for in terms of the structure of the instrumental.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, like it had a good Mar- track, Mar- but it did like Maroons did this right, and I wish there was yeah. more than you know. There's actually one another instance that I super love this track, and it's not even a main track. It's Mom's Gold. This track sounded like if you left the radio on while the world was ending. And I loved it so much. It's like just oh, like yeah. an interlude between Gang for a Day and Chimney.
2: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, so I knew you were going to say that because when I heard that track, I was like, oh, this is an interlude. And I know you always like to pay attention to interludes. And I was like, I bet you Brandon's going to mention this track.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's the best interlude on, on the album. I think it's one
2: of the only ones, honestly.
0: Um, but it's so good. It creates such a scene, uh, you know, there's this, uh, you get, there's, like, this kind of theme of, like, time travel and going through time and, like, uh, you know, crimes against black people and stuff. There's this, like, it, it, it helps with that imagery because there's definitely, like, this, like, rewinding reverb at the end uh, and, like, everything comes, it's like, it feels like you're in between dimensions. So yeah,
2: and uh, even in the opening track "Furies," uh, more mother, she sort of has this. Uh, she makes these sort of galactic references and right, uh, right. references to the universe, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's very uh, the the this interlude builds on that sort of sense of uh yeah space, and it just sort of seem like they're uh, trying to anchor the anchor the, the ideas and the record and sort of like some grand scheme of the universe and history and that sort of thing.
1: Right. You get
2: um,
0: a sense that there's more being said here. You just need to do a little work and peel it back.
2: Uh, one thing about this track too, um, I did find it a little bit because there's a sample on this track at the beginning. Yes, it is. and I, I can't really pick out what it is they're saying, and I'm wondering. I think it's a Captain Beefheart sample. It's it, the voice sounds just like Captain Beefheart, um, but not I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you noticed or not.
0: I, I'm not super familiar with Beefheart, honestly.
2: Oh. Okay, if maybe go check him out. Uh, just like check out a track from uh, yeah one of his early records, and uh, the voice uh, sounds just like Beefheart, but I don't know if it's if it's Beefheart or not. But it uh, was it was it was interesting.
0: See if this if it's uh mentioned anywhere. Hmm. I don't see anything immediate. Yeah, we should.
2: Uh, that's one thing I don't like about uh, sort of the online or digital consumption of music. You don't get any of the liner notes or anything, you know.
0: Right, right, and there it, it really should be. It's like uh, you get all these features uh, mentioned, but you know, what's that sample from? And I, I kind of, I am. interested. Well, I
2: guess. Interested. Yeah, I guess that's sort of you know one of the ways they entice people to actually buy the digital copies of the records these days. Well, I enjoyed uh, the sample in that song a lot, actually. Um, I don't know where it's from.
0: I I, I would like to know. Uh, but it sounded old. Uh, sounded like to me like an old black artist uh, singing. You know, uh, that's kind of the idea I got. Like, yeah, it's it's, cer- it's certainly
2: possible. It could be uh, like an, an old blues artist or something like that right. you know, from the
0: 30s or 40s. That's kind of the the vibe I had. Like, that's kind of where I was going with that. I didn't quite. Because uh, I'm not familiar with Heart, That's something I should definitely look into. Um, mm-hmm. uh, is there any other tracks that stood to you that
2: you feel uh, compelled to talk about? Um, I don't know if you want to talk about Chimney, uh, since it's the longest track on the album. And uh, it's representative of what I was saying earlier, how the tracks will almost morph into a new song uh, halfway through by introducing a, an interlude like for instance in the early part of chimney there's a in they use wood instruments it sounds like there's a flute or something like that
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then by the end of the track the flute has just dis, uh, completely disappeared and uh, the track has become uh, something else yeah, and, okay. Uh, it's one of the more yeah textured tracks on the album, but it's also the longest. So I guess uh, they it, sort it, of took it, advantage of the time.
0: Man, it's only four minutes considering how
2: long. Like
0: not that there's fifty tracks I should say on this album, and it goes through them pretty quickly. You know,
2: you're yeah. Not, the, the, the total album runs uh, forty three minutes, which is you know like. There's, uh, there's a couple times
0: I would check back into my Spotify and be on like three tracks tracks later. And not sure exactly when the one song ended and the next one started. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. There's a bunch of that in here. Um, I think there's a a narrative, interesting narrative track uh, which is Scary Hours.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I like that track a lot.
0: Uh, I think this is, so they're doing a bunch of like comments about uh, violence against black people and this is the track that stops in 2020. You know, this is the track that sits down and talks about uh, the things that have been happening over last year, the uh, lyrics been Inoculating babies, you know yeah ten bullets uh one body, you know uh,
1: yeah uh, uh,
0: references this. to like Breonna Taylor and uh the george floyd uh issues like they 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 take the time to uh they don't devote like a whole album to it, even though the album is kind of devoted to this idea and this mental state in America at the moment. Um, and kind of discussing the history of it all uh, I think it was really important to take a track and focus on today and I think Scary Hours does that phenomenally
2: yeah uh, it it really does and uh, there's uh, references to 1885 Berlin Mm -hmm. uh, sort of European imperialists wearing animal skin Um, Mm -hmm. they reference African kings and then shortly later there's a lyric and it's, uh, one of these sort of horrific images that occurs again and again on the, on the record. Uh, the lyric goes flies swarm on piles of limbs, you know, and it's just, it's a sort of about, again, this, uh, violence that has been committed against the uh, Africans and African Americans and how it's, uh, yeah, a fundamental part of their history. Absolutely. Uh, uh, all in all, of this I ended up walking away
0: from this record, uh, really happy with it.
2: Um, and also, and also, one point uh, about Scary Hours too, it has sure. uh, that that John Fort uh, that John trying? Fort feature, and he has these very sort of uh, smooth and harmo- uh, harmonious vocals, and so it brings a great it gr- brings a great juxtaposition to the seriousness of the lyricism. Mm-hmm. uh and then but but his vocals are almost like uh, it's like a, a a sense of hope it's like a light in all the darkness you know yeah yeah and i thought it was a great sort of unifying element for the track oh, that those were like
0: the main tracks that stood it to me uh that yeah got. and
2: then after after scary hours that's when i start to get a little bit fatigued with uh, the with yeah. record
0: when when guinness comes through the uh i don't know if i pronounced that right uh giraffe hunts uh it's not it's portraits, I think is really good um even though this is not a long album, really uh because of the structure and how these songs are put together, they are kind of put together similarly on a, a few too many of these tracks um I think Guinness and and that kind of suffer with that a little
2: bit get that, that track on the album in my opinion by the time you hit
0: there you've kind of you've kinda of got the idea. You know, there's lots of stuff you've already digested. Lots of compelling lyricism. I think it's it's it kind of encouraged a second listen later. Like it it's it was it was difficult to listen to all this album in one sitting. I think.
1: Um, yeah. Of how yeah. How
0: much how much digesting and weight that came with this album. So it was uh, <laughs> around there, sure. Uh, that I think it did kind of feel a little long, even though it's only like a four or three minute album. Um, It almost felt like it could have done with like a, 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 like a snipping of a track or two, which only been like five minutes, a late 38 minute album. I think might've been a little more concise and easier for uh, a digestion,
1: but (laughs) um,
0: you know, the artist had stuff they wanted to say. And they said how they wanted to say it. It's not a, a, a long album. To be fair, um, mm-hmm. four, five, four three minutes is not that long. It's not a big criticism, but I did feel it waned a little bit at the end.
2: Yeah, there's just there's some obvious B sides you could say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they they weren't necessary, but they wanted to put them on there anyways, and uh, yeah, sure, why not? But, sure, um, this isn't like the recent trend of an hour and a half rap right? Yeah. Uh,
0: Twenty-five songs. It's not that. This is in 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 comparison to that scheme of the rap, uh, you know, I'm almost like the pop rap landscape. Uh, mm-hmm. This is completely different. It's, it doesn't. It, it if you want to compare those two, this is a breath of fresh air. Of like,
1: yeah, yeah, easy. for sure,
0: and stuff like that. Uh, ultimately, how did you feel about the album?
2: You know, would you um, recommend, well, just uh, recommend it to? Um, who would I recommend it to? I would recommend it to. uh, People like myself who um, are a little bit exhausted on the you know hip hop formula and more you know cliche. They're not going to hear any trap on this. You no, know? there's no trap. There's you know it's a, it's more of a it's more of an artier brand of rap. It's not you can they're not hung up on like what the what the formula or what uh, established elements of the genre are, you know, they're trying to do something different. It's very original It's a sort of like a trailblazing album. Um, The, the lyrics, if you, you have to pay attention to them, but when you do, they're very, they're very gripping. Uh, A lot of great lines that are, in my opinion, poetry, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I would recommend this album for people like myself, who are not super, who have sort of, who are sort of a little bit weary of hip hop, honestly, and uh, are just sort of a little bit, yeah, sick and tired of hearing about you know misogynistic lyrics and gang banging and this sort of stuff and these sort of stereotypical things that have been come to be associated with rap music. And, uh, yeah, it's also, like you said, it's a very um, topical record dealing with, uh, yeah, contemporary issues. Sadly, uh, it's
0: It's been topical for the last uh, 200 years, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah.
0: But uh, it is what it is. Uh, Personally, uh, I agree with you. I would recommend those same genre people, Uh, people who are into the underground hip-hop scene. Uh, probably already aware of Billy Woods. Uh, yeah. If not, I think you should beeline through his discography, listen to some stuff. This is uh, maybe not the best start, place to start if you're gonna listen to Billy Woods and his his records. Uh, I think uh, a yeah, like Hiding Places might be a, a better kind of starting
2: point. Yeah, um, it's better introduction. A little um, less. But yeah, if you're familiar
0: with him, I'd absolutely check this out. This is, this is a great record. Uh, get, uh, become a fan of More Mother, like me, okay? Jump on the bandwagon. It's comfy. We got room. Uh, uh, I would rec- give this, like, record about an eight, I think. Uh, there's a, there's yes. a few small things of a personal taste that I didn't jive with uh it can be a daunting experience to digest a lot of the message. Um, I wouldn't recommend this to any
2: casual
0: music fan. I don't think. I don't think people who are listening to Drake are going to enjoy this.
2: You know. No. That, yeah. That it's definitely not a mainstream record. And um, there's there's yeah. No, and, and like we you know? referred to early, earlier, it's not casual listening. You can't just throw it on in the background it's gonna it's gonna totally go over your head, and it's you're like, just gonna drown it out
0: if you're a person who enjoys reading poetry or someone who enjoys uh a lot of the English arts, I think you'll find interest in this album. I think you'll find mm. a lot to, a lot to take away from this and enjoy um the people who like a lot of textures jump on board um but it's gonna be a bit of a hard initialism I think. I think it, when yeah. you listen this first time I think you have to set that first listen aside and digest and then listen to it after that. Once you have an idea of what your let your ears adjust to this new kind of sound, I think you'll you'll find a lot of merit in it.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh yeah, like I said, it's a trailblazing album, so they incorporate sort of a lot of influences from different genres there's even electronic elements on the on the record and so yeah there's a density there's a texture to it um, that can sort of be an obstacle at first but if you just give yourself over to the record uh, wow it's certainly it's certainly an eight i agree with you there if it wasn't for if it wasn't for some of those uh, weaker B side tracks, mm-hmm. and I also I didn't like the concluding track Portrait. The, the album right. just sort of the album just sort of ends like there's there's no sort of. I, I um, thought it may not have fit
0: as the ending track. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'll agree with you there. I think something like a uh, scary uh, scary hours actually would have meant yeah. a tri-
2: terrific ender. Um, you know, talking about modern day. Yeah. It would have been a great exclamation point to, right. to end the album on. But I certainly
0: enjoyed Portrait. I think the instrumentations were amazing on it. But maybe you know it did kind of end. I'll, I'll, I'll concede that point. But I, I think it's worth um, listening to with fresh ears. You know, it, it it could be it could be it could get lost at the end of the album. Yeah, uh huh, for sure. Yeah. After listening to to everything else, I think it could get a little lost. But I think if you uh, give us some fresh ears. I think you'll definitely enjoy Portrait a little more. That's my, just uh, because it's definitely one of my top songs on the album.
2: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. But uh, the brass is definitely an eight from me for sure. And it would probably reach toward uh, being nine if it wasn't for just a couple of those. We just, yeah, there's just a, the batch of songs that I don't like sort of all come together. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of a bit of a pacing issue for me. Sure.
0: Um Before we uh leave this off, uh, what would be the one track you would suggest to uh, people who want to uh, dip their toe in before listening?
2: Want to dip their toe in? I would say either go with the blue, the blues remembers everything the country forgot, or scary hours. Okay,
0: I'm gonna agree with you with the, with the blues. Uh, another one I think could be a good, um, a good listen. I think archaeology. Uh, honestly, is a good one. We haven't talked very much about that. Uh, I, mm-hmm. think it has, I think it's well, maybe not the best uh, track in the album. I think it encompasses a lot of the ideas.
2: Okay, yeah, uh-huh. that's uh, very representative.
0: Good, a lot of good textures on there. Uh, I think everyone's verse is amazing. Elucid is on this track, uh, so for those of you more uh, familiar with maybe Arm and Hammer, uh, we get a good, uh, good introduction point. Uh, I thought More Mother killed that track with her verse. But I, that's where I kind of would, if you want to dip your toe in before listening to the whole album or anything like that, those are the
2: tracks I think we recommend. Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. And uh, just a comment on the on the album cover, too, because it's a really cool but incredibly strange album cover.
0: Right. I think it's, uh, you know, I don't want to get myself in trouble. I assume this is some sort of uh, African tribe traditioning-y kind of visual. Um, well, I, I wasn't the sure mask.
2: because with the mask to me it's there's a couple there's a couple of tracks about identity and suppressing uh people's identity, mm-hmm. and I sort of drew the connection that the mask was like someone who was being defaced or someone who wasn't being able to show their face right and even even like the the figure on the on the album cover is you know you can't really tell if it's a man is it a woman is sort of like this androgynous creature like you, it's unidentified and uh, I thought it fit into uh, the ideas on the record uh
0: it it definitely has a a black culture feel to me
2: uh-huh, um,
0: yeah with like you know you know your your tribal uh, black imagery in your culture that's kind of the feel i got from it but so it it fits in with what you're saying i think with the kind of the themes of the album. I, I, I enjoyed this album cover. Actually, it definitely caught my eye when I was.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. As part of the reason why uh, we decided to review the album, like it just sort of caught our attention because of how strange it was. And <laughs> uh, certainly it's strangeness lives up to the, yeah, weird, but great ideas on the record.
0: Uh, Well, I think that uh should conclude a lot of our thoughts, unless you had anything else you, you felt the need to comment on anything that we may have left out
2: no other than i'm uh, just looking for the next pro- projects uh, from War Mother and billy woods yeah absolutely same i would recommend i would definitely recommend listening to this album if
0: if anything we said sounded enticing or or piqued your interest uh definitely give it a listen we don't know when we'll be back or i don't know when this is going to be posted per se um but hopefully we'll get another uh, another review out somewhere weekly i'm hoping you no, know, probably get an official name by the time that we get to it. too.
2: Yeah, that's uh that's the plan though. Hopefully uh once a week, uh yeah, you know, life circumstances uh pending.
0: Yeah, <laughs> assuming uh, everything goes well. Uh you know, I'm school, you know, the world's you know hectic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right, uh thanks for uh talking to me today and uh I hope everyone tunes in again next time we upload. And listen to Brass. And listen to brass.